It's news time with award-winning newsman extraordinaire, Kevin James. Woman in sumo suit assaulted ex-boyfriend after he waved at a woman dressed as a Snickers bar. Am I the only one who realizes that this story isn't news? It's not news. It's Kevin's news. Ladies and gentlemen, say hello to Kevin James. Kevin. All right, news is brought to you by Avista Utilities. I just had a sip of coffee that did barely had any creamer in it. Oh, that Slim, you don't miss that coffee we uh, have here. No, I don't. I don't. Uh, I will tell you though, my my mother in law hooked it up with some new coffee pods that she had brought out ah. on their trip across the country, and I think I've hit the point in life where I can taste the difference between a, between the different coffees. Wow! So she brought like some Dunkin' Donuts Dunkin' pods. Yeah. And I've been I've been rocking those, and they're a little lighter. So if I do get the the not enough cream, I can handle it for a second until I can run back downstairs and just dump in half a bottle of creamer. I think I made uh, what we used to call when I was growing up military coffee because uh, the guy that taught me how to make coffee was a, an ex marine, a former marine, I think, and uh, he would make it. You know, it's like hey, it's supposed to put four scoops of this into the coffee. Well, he'd put like seventy four scoops, you know, and then you just like, hey, that's good chewable coffee. <laughs> So chewable. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and he was also the guy. He was the boss. He would not allow any sort of creamer or sugar on the premises. So you, you're going to drink it. Wow. You're going to drink it the way I made it. And, you know, I'm like 18 just trying to choke down anything that had caffeine in it. It was like. <laughs> that is no fun way to be introduced to coffee. No. Or that guy's personality. Yeah. <laughs> it does not sound any fun to me at all. Well, Jay. Even back then, in those days when you had nasty coffee, what did you do? You showed up and you worked and you did what you had to do, no matter what the circumstances were. A lot of us are doing that on a day-to-day basis with what's going on in our world today. And that is why it's perfect timing for today to be National Work Like a Dog Day. This day urges us to charge forth and meet every challenge that we face in the workplace and just grind through it. Get it done as you work like a dog. Which got me to thinking, why do we say work like a dog? How many dogs do you know work hard? Uh, personally, none. <laughs> yeah, like that's what I started to think. I'm like, okay, and then I thought, oh, maybe in the old days, dogs did a lot of... Yeah, you got the hunting dogs, yeah. you got the Irish, I mean, the kind sled of, dogs. The only thing I can think of is maybe a dog who rounds up sheep, right? Yeah. yeah in, the, in the old days, you were you had working dogs. For sure. A little bit, I guess. But even then, I would not have... They're not the first animal I'd think of. As hardworking? Of working, yeah. See, I think Wild West, and all I think about is all the dogs were working dogs. They just ran around everywhere. Wouldn't it make more sense to say work like a horse who's carrying the man on the... You know, around? It's just weird that they picked the dog of all things. Uh, dogs, Man's uh, best friend. Farm dogs work from sun up to sundown, Kevin. So they, the saying maybe referenced those hardworking canines. I just read that, Jay. Hmm. Weird. Do you, and would you please finish it because I found that last part of it interesting. However, day labor grunt workers also have been referred to as dogs in a derogatory fashion. So that one really. Made some sense to me. It like, does, yeah. Yeah. They're the, the dogs out there working. And I'm like, okay, you put piece those two together, the farm dogs, 
the grunt labor being dogs, working like a dog, makes a lot of sense. And I then saw another story that said, to work very hard, you can work like a dog and still not make ends meet like a dog. Or it could be like yesterday when I said to my son about his one of his teammates, I go, you like Ian, right? And he goes, oh, yeah, Ian's my dog. Oh. I don't know if that meant in a derogatory. Hard-working teammate? Right. I don't know. Or just, you know, maybe He's a my dog. I bet you he doesn't. Those dogs don't work very hard, though. Teammates? Maybe it's a reference to feet. Ah, yeah. If my dogs are barking. Yep. There you go. So there we have it, boys. Work like a dog, whatever it is, whatever challenges you face, they say today is the day to focus on it. Just get through it and work like a dog. Get her done. And I know we will. Look at us, all of us, just working so hard today. <laughs> so what we do. Hey, I don't care if it's going to be 95 degrees. I'm going to get this done. Don't you worry. <laughs> Story number two. Okay, boys, we were talking about TikTok and (laughs) the fact that some people get famous on TikTok. Other people get famous on Instagram. Or then we're like, you know, a lot of people are just famous already, and then they're just going Instagram. The person was famous already. But what she did on TikTok makes me wish that she she should be famous just for this because it's that cool. Five time Olympic gold medalist. Katie Ledecky. Do we remember her at all? Oh, yeah. Swimmer? She's awesome. Yes. Yeah. Uh, swimmer, very, very good. She's, you know, dominating her opponents in the pool for years. And she now did something else in the pool that is getting a lot of love on TikTok. By the way, I'm really mad the Summer Olympics aren't going on. Thought yeah, about that, that yesterday. That's a good, and it's just, it, it really is a stinks. bummer. It really yeah. stinks. And Sorry, what a Katie great, Ledecky. No, but what a great time to have them right now too right where there's just we're all so incredible i would watch every single yeah. event some yep. of the ones that i used to think might be boring not now i would watch it yep agreed big time kevin i'm watching this video that you're about to tell us about it does not look real to me uh well katie ledecky jumps in the pool and she does part of the got milk challenge where tiktok users have to do something amazing while holding a glass of milk and so she decided she would jump in the pool and swim the length of a pool balancing a glass of chocolate milk on her head without spilling a drop. How is that even? It's amazing. It's How? one of the more, like, I never want to hear another David Rush story. No, this is the greatest thing that's ever happened. If that, Because yeah. I, I keep, as she's doing it, I'm like, wait, is that, like, stuck on there somehow? We've but, peaked in terms of records. Yeah, this I agree. is the moment. And I like her a lot anyway because she's you know, amazing at what she does and seems like a super likable person and then does that. Yeah. 50 meters across the pool with a glass of milk, chocolate milk on her head, yeah. not spilling a drop. And Kids, then- go to your parents' backyard if you have a swimming pool <laughs> no. today. Put milk on your head and see how long it takes you before you get in trouble. I mean, it's like because you're not making it across the pool. It's one. It's one. You know, she's swimming freestyle. So it's literally one stroke if it's anybody else, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, she obviously oh, has, a, yeah. she has a little snorkel in so she doesn't have to move her head yeah, so she can breathe. It's not like but. she's doing the, you know, the backstroke where you can see you can how that's easier it. to keep your head still, still. But, like, you're doing a front crawl swim and you don't spill a drop of the milk. Please tell me she drinks it at the end. Of course she does. 
Yes. Of course she does. And you know what? Love her even more. Honestly, it's either that, either she's amazing, uh, oh, which is clearly she's amazing, and possibly secondarily, she might have a really, really flat head. <laughs> okay. Probably from swimming into the wall all those years. <laughs> <laughs> had her eyes closed at the, at the kick turn. <laughs> That's You've all what done it, is. it and then didn't have your hands out. God, oh, dang, dang it. it. Worse yet <laughs> is if you ever tried to do, you ever tried to do one of those kick turns? Where you flip? Yeah. Oh, yeah. With it's the, like every, here's the deal. You know when I try it? Once every four years. <laughs> right. Because yeah. every time the Olympics happen, the swimming pool becomes the the oyster that is us becoming sure. professional swimmers. Well, yeah, because you could you you have a likelihood of finding a pool you could use, you know. Whereas you're like, oh, I don't know, I don't know where there's a track I could go use, or maybe a pole right. vault handy. So I guess I'll for, just do the swimming thing for three straight summers. I jump in the pool, dive in the pool, and do the exact same thing. Just swim up to the top. For one summer, I dive in the pool and try to dolphin kick. As far as I can. Yep. <laughs> That's right. Just dolphin kick under the water to see how far you can go. And then you realize, how's that possible? And then you try the kick turn and you do one of two things. You're either short of the wall and then you can't get any kick or momentum. Or you hit your heels on the, on the concrete on the outside of the pool deck. Yes. And yes. then you realize, I'm never going to try that again. It's only one <laughs> of two things for me. Either I get so much water up my nose oh, that's that a I guaranteed cat. come up gasping or i lose my shorts what something about that turn you get that turn i don't know why my shorts have come down before it's it's really it. if you if you're whipping fast yeah it's a lot of water flow and it's why they wear speedos yeah because they're super tight, tight and makes clingy. sense yeah. yeah you don't see them in board shorts no they don't have no, time don't. to be pulling up your shorts it's probably how you lose a gold medal <laughs> yeah, that'd be a imagine? terrible way, yeah. Holes, what's his name? Mark Spitz, Michael Spinks, what's his name? Michael Phelps. Michael, Michael Phelps, there Michael it is. Spinks. I couldn't think of his name. I, I don't think a lot of people face. who are watching would have been too disappointed if he had lost his shorts. Right. Yeah. But I bet you he wouldn't have got a gold, would he? Well, That's not in That's the thing swimming. with Michael Phelps. He probably Gosh. still would have broken a world record. Yeah, you just can't get out of the pool right now. He's away. just like, I still am just so freakishly good at this that I can even do it while making mistakes. Could you swim faster without a suit? I don't think so. Depends I think who's it's watching. all. I, I, every, what's that? Depends who's watching, did you say? Because yeah. those guys and gals are all about aerodynamics. Yeah, that's true. Where every single hair on their body is plucked yeah. off because they want no resistance. So their swimsuits are like, the casing of a bullet. It is all about the speed. Yeah. Keeps everything in tight. It does. No rudders. Right. <laughs> Very true. You know, that's probably enough. The Jay and Kevin Show. Jay Daniels. Now, Were you in the back, Jim, at Mead? Because what a deal. Kevin James. Well, I had to. Here's the funny thing, Jim. I, Jim? <laughs> the Jay and Kevin Show. On the big 99.9 Coyote Country. It's a listener letter. You wrote it down. We picked it up and we're reading it now. Gonna find out if we can help at all. And we're gonna see if you can help with your calls. It's gonna be fun and it's gonna be great. So let's get to it. No need to wait. It's a listener letter. Don't you know? And we're reading it here on the Jane Kevin Show. All right, Kevin, what do we have today? Well, boys, we got a little situation with Aaron today. He says, guys, 
Uh, there's this girl at my work, and I asked her out a few months ago. She just doesn't really want to go out and do anything right now with everything that's going on, and said after things get back to more normal, I would go out for sure. Well, I asked again last week, and she still said she didn't really want to go out. So I said, well, you could just come to my house, and I'll cook you dinner. And she said, yes, that'd be awesome. I was stunned. I did not think she was going to say yes. Now she's coming over for dinner on Saturday, and I don't have a clue what to cook. I honestly don't cook anything, really. Please, help. Ideas that would be easy and also nice enough for a first date. Thanks, Aaron. Off the text line, barbecue. Jerry says just barbecue, which seems good, but then if you don't know what you're doing, can be a little intimidating. Worse than cooking, I think. Yeah. I, right? Yeah. And, and I don't know that if you just cook her a hamburger or a hot dog. Imagine if she comes over and you give her a hot dog. Mm, impressive. Yeah, uh, not first dates type of stuff. I don't feel like. I guess the bigger question is: so if you're trying, you're you're trying to impress the person. I'm sure that's part of it, right? Like yeah. you want to make an impression. So is it more impressive to actually try to cook something and fail, or partially fail, or just you know do the frozen lasagna from Costco or the takeout right. and call it good? I mean, yeah, there are some. A lot of people saying, you know, there's a lot of really good frozen meals that you could do. You could also do the takeout and then just plate it up and make it look real nice. And don't try to lie to her and say that you cooked it. Yeah, that old But just say I decided to get you this instead. But I think the extra effort, I don't know, Slim, you, you like to cook and I like to cook, but neither one of us knew how to cook. And you just kind of trial and error. I feel like... If you put some effort in and you try to cook something, even if it's not great, she's really going to appreciate the fact that you tried to cook dinner for her, right? So, he, yeah, absolutely. And he he likes this guy. That's what we're assuming here, right? Is from the email, is he he's, like, interested? I mean, he's interested in her. He's asked her out multiple times, I guess, yeah. Yeah, he's you definitely have, interested in her, yeah. You have Wednesday night, you have Thursday night, and you have Friday night to have your buddies over oh, and you yeah. practice oh. one meal three nights in a row. That's a, the practice and you do is a like a idea. chicken. You do like a chicken meal. You've got to have a salad in there. Like you've got to have at least three options to put on the plate. Okay, so a salad would be one, the mm-hmm. entree would be two, and some kind of third thing, yeah, I don't know, potatoes of some sort okay. or yeah. Yeah, uh, uh, yeah veggie, uh, just you got to have the three things. Now, you've got to maximize the next three nights, okay? And you need to practice. And you need to practice on your most honest buddies. They're not going <laughs> to say no to free food. Right. And you just gotta, you've got to get a real good opinion on the item that you're making. That's the best And I'm telling idea. you, in three nights, you're going to get it down. You are going yeah. to get it down. So Saturday night when, when she comes over, you're going to have this great chicken dish that is just rocking and rolling. Well, and especially if you do, a lot of people are suggesting a pasta. And I will tell you, if you can cook chicken anyone can cook chicken and then you get like some fettuccine alfredo or some alfredo sauce and you dump it in there and you cook noodles you've just made you know like fettuccine alfredo which is a pretty good meal now you may want to like you said test it out three nights in a row because we've all made that too runny before or sure, whatever. So yeah. you, you know yeah. you kind of got is a great idea yeah just practice really it for a few good. nights slim that is 
Okay. A very But don't do it like Kevin take. would probably do it. Kevin would do it like he does the news, where he would do it the first night. He'd be sort of interested in it. And by the third night of practicing, he'd be bored with it. So he'd try a different way on Saturday, right? Of course when you, you got there. <laughs> you can't right. do that. You got to stay Well, I just go, this uh, was good, but I bet you it would be better if I added blank. <laughs> no, that no. would totally be you. <laughs> and then you'd now, screw Kevin, it up. I need to, and I, I ask this to the ladies out there who have been on dates and also the, the eaters of, of food with, with, like the, you know, with the date night going on. I might steer clear of the pasta because you don't want to get, it's heavy carb, it's a heavy carb meal. For sure. And these are weird sure. things you got to think about when okay. you're on a date night. It's a, it's a meal that can make you tired. You've got to go light meal on night, on date one. You've got to make a light meal. Which, which is why I think you go with a very basic chicken, because yeah, it and, is going to fill you up. It, it's it's probably pretty healthy, but you do not want to get in a situation where you have just made everyone extremely tired. So right when the meal's done, you just kind of feel bloated, right? And no, tired. for sure. And it is by far the most suggested thing because of the ease of cooking it. Yeah, I, I, I just, the, the, it's the runaway winner. I see what you're saying. Because ease of cooking, you I can have, also just do a frozen pizza. But I'm not <laughs> recommending. Yeah, but, but yeah, but not not the same. If you cook chicken fettuccine, you give a girl chicken fettuccine or a frozen pizza. Now yeah. I will say, pizza. Monica had an idea on Facebook that I'm pretty fond of. What if you made pizza together? You buy the yes. dough and toppings, yep. oh. and you can each put on what you like. Chat while you're doing it. Pop it in the oven. No stress. Little flowers and dessert. Boom. Kevin, that's like, an awesome. Who's, that who gave that suggestion? Uh, Monica. Monica Gold Star, yeah. and uh, reach into the fantasy prize bag, and you can pull out the prize. Let us know what you pulled out. It could be anything. So we're excited to hear what you just won from the Jay and Kevin Show's fantasy prize bag. But I love that idea, and I love the talking. Now, you also yeah. it gives you a chance this week to potentially talk at work. Because why would you want to work at work? That's boring. You can talk <laughs> to her at work about like potential toppings. Like, hey, do you like pizza? Would you like to do like a, a build your own pizza night? And it gives you some things during the week to kind of throw out there to kind of keep the excitement alive for date night on Saturday. That's, uh, that's a really great yep. idea. That is. That's you're right. You get a lot of lead in chatter now, there. I'm going to tell like you though again. I'm going to tell you again. You need to practice because you do want to make sure that you know how big the crust needs to be, need to be. You need to make sure you're good on on cooking it. So that it cooks well. Here, if you're going to cook well, for a, a gal date one, you four need to practice. In a row. You're gonna, yeah, <laughs> right. What single guy could do that? It's going to be impossible. <laughs> Nearly impossible. You, hey, you're going to have to suffer through the next oh, three right. nights. Why man. would he limit it to four nights in a row? <laughs> God. <laughs> I mean, honestly, make sure you have uh, all the right toppings. You got to do. Yeah, that's a. I really like that idea. That's a great maybe idea. my favorite really uh, comment on Facebook is from Verna, who says. Why would you offer to cook if you can't cook? Because you just were doing, grasping at straws to try to get her to come over. Caught up because he's a yes. man. Yeah, yeah. Right. He yeah. did not. And you're unpredictable. Hey, you want to uh, <laughs> go hang gliding? Sure. Oh, dang it. I'm afraid of heights. I did not think that was going to happen. You just say I mean, anything. He probably also said, man, you come over. We could watch TV on my couch. And, and he's probably also currently buying a couch. Right. Yes. <laughs> right. He has no couch. <laughs> like, <laughs> that's how guys work. You can you come over and sit on this stuff. brand new couch I have. You have a new couch? And you're thinking, God, all I got is a beanbag chair. I better get a couch. Of course not I have a new smart. couch. Kurt, and you're uh, texting all of your buddies who have a truck like, hey, man, <laughs> what are you doing this week? The Jay and Kevin Show. Jay Daniels. The Jay and Kevin Show. 
It's a show for winners and losers. Kevin James. The 99.9 Jay and Kevin Show. <laughs> there it is. Home run. The Jay and Kevin Show on the big 99.9 Coyote Country. Well, uh, you know, Slim and Kevin have been doing this picture challenge. Each of them puts up a picture on Facebook. Everybody votes. The loser has to watch a movie of the winner's choice. And then the next day, which would be today, means that the loser has to review said movie. Time for a movie review. Movie review. Movie review. Slim. Let's run them down real quick because I've watched a couple of them so far. Here are the movies at, rated before the movie I watched yesterday. That's my boy, number one, Karate Kid, number two, Kicking and Screaming, number three, Garth Brooks, part one on Netflix, his documentary, number four, Tucker and Dale versus Evil came in at number five, number six, The Great Outdoors, number seven, Weird Science, number eight, The Breakfast Club, and number nine, Burlesque. This was my 10th movie. That I watched in this picture challenge. Kevin has watched three. Yes. Boys. The movie The Comebacks, which features a lot of people who you wouldn't know, like as the actual stars of the movie, but it does have, I guess, uh, the main character you'd know is Todd Packer from The Office. Jan from The Office is one of the other main characters, his wife. A 2007 sports comedy. I am going to put it. At the sixth best movie I've watched between Ooh. Tucker and Dale versus Evil and Better Than the Great Outdoors. Oh wow! It started out. It's it's a Jay. It's a movie that is a parody movie, right? So it just <laughs> makes fun of sports movies. Yes. And the first ten minutes, I was like, mm, "Man, this movie stinks." I'm all you weren't prepared out. for how stupid it was going to be, were you? And, yeah, like I, even and though was, I had told you, it's a terrible. It's the it's the greatest terrible movie I've ever seen. Oh God, that's a lot. Well, no, that's not true. <laughs> because you said burlesque was good. Oh wow! No, no, so no it's not the, the greatest <laughs> terrible movie you've ever seen. The great, like, you are terrible, already, where you yeah, just like know we're trying to make an absolute comedy, joke after joke after joke. Like it is. Like the just, movie's just all one-liners. That's all. Oh it is. yeah, Jay, okay. it, it's unreal. Th- there must be. I, I would love for someone to go through it at some point and count how many jokes there are. Because it's hundreds. Oh, wow. It's every line is a joke. There's no lines yeah. that are actually for the movie. The and movie itself is really stupid. It's really, really stupid. Yes. But once I accepted the fact about 10 minutes in that I'm here for just dumb jokes and parodies, I I started enjoying it. Now, they lost me for a while, and they lost me to the point where I shut the movie off yesterday and had to finish it later. Oh, wow. I what? really dislike <clears throat> the song Don't Stop Believing by Journey. I think it's one of the worst songs of all time. And they do the longest, the longest, longest fake music video to it. Hey, here's the deal. That's what's brilliant about that movie. I was going to say that to you, Slim. Because they do so many jokes, every little spoof and every little joke they do, they keep them short. Like, that's the brilliant part of it, right? Like, they keep all of it short for some reason. Maybe we should that. is the only part in the entire movie (sighs) where they go over a minute. And And they even cut the song short. They yeah. only go like a minute 20 or something. But it is weird because all the other jokes would be like they do don't start believing locker room dance off thing don't for start. 20 seconds. Yeah. But this one they let go really long. And I agree with you. It's probably the worst part of the movie. So that, that lost me and I had to turn it off. But then I came back and finished it. And Kevin made me chuckle, man. It had enough dumb parts in it. It made me chuckle. 
it's definitely a it's definitely a movie that reminds me of a specific point in our lives and that is like 2000 to 2010 when Uh all those scary movie like the fake scary movies were coming out and all those parody movies it is in that chunk and you just go these were really popular movies for a good portion of american history that we can someday show our kids and go how happy are you this did not continue into the future Yeah, and I just, I don't know. I've always enjoyed the, the spoof of the other sports movies. And they, they're very well done how they just kind of they just kind of sneak them in throughout the movie. And like he, he, some of them you don't even really realize. And then you're like, oh, I get it. That was a joke from that movie. Yeah, absolutely. They just hit you on the head, over the head a million times with all of them. And it, it, it's, it was an enjoyable movie. Again, my, the sixth best movie I've watched. A little worse than Tucker and Dale versus Evil. And a little better than the great outdoors. So the comebacks, I was not disappointed. I spent four dollars and thirty-five cents on it to rent it on Amazon. It did make me laugh enough to make it worth that money. And I have a question then for everybody: What is the dumbest comedy that you seem to love? Because this would be in the list. Like for Kevin James, he loves this movie. Yeah. He's always told me about it. And I, Kevin, you would even admit this is a dumb comedy. One hundred percent. That's what I'm saying. It yeah. is a. Yeah. You have to be in a mindset terrible, for that, though. Yeah. Terrible, dumb movie that for some reason I absolutely love. And I love that because that's a, that's everyone has a couple of these. You have the movie that you you know all of your friends, everyone's going to dislike, but to you, <laughs> it is super yeah. special. Everyone has that movie. And it's kind of fun to watch one of these movies knowing it's one of your friend's bad movies because it made me enjoy the movie more. Knowing Kevin, knowing his, his like comedy... Oh. I was like, okay, this makes sense why KJ loves this movie, and it made me laugh at it probably a little bit more. Yeah, and Coop and TJ and I have watched that movie together a few times, and we all we they just like laugh at it. We just love that movie, and so it's just that dumb comedy that works for the three of us. First thing that came to my mind, Slim, was Caddyshack for dumb movies that you like, and okay. I, you know, it's just but that's such a classic that I don't even know if it's considered dumb anymore. Is it just? Does it change categories once it's that old and becomes classic? And I think so, so well known. And yeah, it, yeah. I mean, and really famous actors in it. Oh yeah. True. Because I mean, and, originally, like when that and like Airplane and those movies come out, they're so dumb that you know you're like, no, that's just a dumb movie. But now it's like, oh yeah, but it's a, such a classic movie, you can't call that dumb. Like Kevin, I would have put Tucker and Dale versus Evil, another movie you made me watch. Yes. I would put that in the same category. It's just sure. so dumb. For sure. But, and you don't, like, you don't know any of the people who are in the movie. You're like, who are no. these Yeah, people? that makes a big difference. But it's so dumb, but yet I laughed, I laughed out loud at that movie watching it. So I, I'd love to know from everybody, like, what is the movie you have that you watch knowing it's really stupid, but you just love it? All right, you can text him in 434-8623 on the Hazard Fabworks text line.